Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an article I read this morning and a classic life lesson. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. I was sitting in my chair this morning drinking my coffee, as as I always do, and I started, I've taken the news app off of my phone. I took it off months ago, actually. Um, not anything corona-related, but just because I don't, I don't feel like there's a lot of benefit that comes from the classic standard news. I mean, anything on Apple News or, or even SFGate, it's just the vast majority of mass media is just clickbait, and it, it drives me bonkers. Anyway... But I was reading some news related to the stock market because although that also may be bonkers, I want to know what's going on with it. And love it or hate it, stock market goes up, stock market goes down, it affects people, and and that's important. So one article that caught my eye was millennials. All right, millennials getting hammered again with an economic crisis. Now, again, to be clear, a millennial is anyone born between, I think it's 1980 um, and 1994. After that, there are some other generations, but again, millennials have been the focus of so much criticism. I mean, avocado toast for Christ's sake. It's one of those things where it's kind of like, and I'm a millennial and it cracks me up because there's so much focus going into like, why aren't millennials motivated? Like, why aren't millennials buying houses? Why aren't millennials, you know, buying cars and millennials moving back home and then millennials not wanting to move back home and millennial debt and you just, you can't get away from it. It's millennial this, millennial that. And it seems like the older generations are just fixated on the now functioning adults that make up the millennials and they have all kinds of questions about why they do what they do. This article in particular brought up a reasonable point though. And it said, look, millennials have been hampered by horrendous economic situations their entire adult lives. And it went on to say, hey, look, it followed this one guy who had graduated from, I think, Boston University. And right when he was graduating, 2008 happened. So here he was, 22, trying to scramble to uh, to make a buck. And he had to take these really crummy jobs. Classic millennial thing, right? Unmotivated, under underemployed. And again, this guy wasn't even unmotivated. He was just getting hammered really hard with a horrendous jobs market. 2008, 2009, 2010, not known for, for offering wonderful, plentiful jobs. So he survives, right? And he goes on, moves, uh, I think moves to LA and becomes a production assistant and wants to be in film and things like that. And here we are going into another horrendous situation. And he was successfully working in, in the production assistant, I don't know, category. I'm not 100% sure what what his job was. I mean, who really knows what those people do? But the point is, he was gainfully employed. And now he's not, to be clear. He got fired, laid off, whatever the distinction is. And I have sympathy for this guy. I have sympathy for him, an enormous amount of sympathy. I, I graduated in 2004, started a tutoring business, which is not not a huge thing especially when you're a one-man show, so it's more like a tutoring practice. And then right in 2008, we got hammered, hammered with the economic crisis. I remember 
watching the news with with my now wife and just watching the Dow drop. I think it got down to like six or seven thousand. It, it was an extraordinary time, and just wondering, like, gosh, are we gonna are we gonna make it? And again, we are self employed and working extremely hard and making sure that we did the absolute best job we could. And we both love tutoring. We both love educating. So it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but we were working seven days a week, nonstop. If somebody called, hey, we're there. Didn't matter. I remember I worked with one student who lived over an hour away and I would schedule time in to drive an hour there and an hour back just so I could meet with a student. I mean, we were working really, really hard. So I appreciate where he's coming from. And now I'm in, my, I'm in my late 30s, and this is coming down the pipe again. I have three kids. I have, a, I have a home. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It is something that I read this article, and I was kind of sitting there drinking this coffee like, oh, it, it, it strikes a chord, man. I get it. And there was a lot of criticism, again, of millennials in that they just don't appreciate what they have or... You know, they're not motivated and all of these things. But I thought about it, this concept all day because this guy working as a production assistant, it's not his fault that 2008 happened. And it's certainly not his fault that Corona happened. You know, it's not his fault at all. And he's paying a dear price for just being born in a very specific time frame. Right, the millennial generation, they're getting slaughtered. Younger people don't care, right? If you're 17, 18, I mean, yeah, you care, but you don't understand what's going on, really. And if you're older, you likely have retirement. Your retirement might be taking a hit, but the Dow Jones is back up. So as long as you didn't sell everything, you're probably going to be okay. But millennials are, are just struggling because if you were born around the time I was born, right when you were trying to make make your career start, you got destroyed. And now that your career is going, but you're not super established, you're getting hammered again. And there's enough to be said about that. But you know, there are also things about this that are going to make the millennial generation different. Because there's an enormous amount of criticism from the greatest generation to the baby boomers. Because baby boomers were born while America was doing really well. And they were born to parents who knew how to work to the bone. And they didn't go through the Great Depression. They didn't go through World War I and World War II. So the view of money and prosperity and, and financial security that the greatest generation had once they had some money was far different than what baby boomers had. And that was a criticism of boomers, that they, didn't, they did not appreciate an honest day's labor like the greatest generation. They all wanted to be in management. They didn't want to be, they didn't want to be grunts in the field. I mean, they, they wanted to be calling the shots. They didn't want to be just making a living. And the millennials aren't old enough at this point to be set in their ways. Right again, if you've if you've absorbed this double economic hit, you're around my age, right? You're like m mid to late thirties at your oldest, and what that means is that you are internalizing these moments. You're internalizing the risk inherent in just living in this economic system. 
you're internalizing the risk of of job security and having a home and and not knowing even if you have a very stable job not knowing if that job will be there and again it doesn't have to be anybody's fault corona is not anyone's fault i mean i'm sure we could all point fingers response rate all these things but the fact that there's this virus flying around that's no one's fault nobody could have predicted it i think millennials if they have their eyes open and if we get through this we'll understand the value of dollar we'll understand the value of preparedness will understand the value of a savings account far more than their parents than the baby boomer generation i i can't imagine something that has made me save for my future and be diligent with my employment and recognize the need for self-insuring more than these experiences and and i have self-insured I have I have a, a a good savings account. I'm not rich or anything, but I have a very good savings account. I easily have months of of cash on hand that I, of living expenses. I'm gonna be unless this lasts for you know like 36 months or something. I'm gonna be all right. And that's the point. I'm that way because of 2008. I'm going to be that way more so after this experience. And anyone in my age range will hopefully absorb those lessons too. And those are the lessons that we absolutely need reinstilled into the American populace. We need to know the value of a dollar. We need to value preparedness. And we need not just grandparents knowing this. We need the people who are younger, 20s and 30s, to be internalizing this so we go on into our 40s and 50s and 60s and emphasize this to our families and our children and our grandchildren and our local governments. This is what we need. So as much as the millennial generation may have been odd for some people, or maybe it's easily criticized for others, the millennial generation, because of this unfortunate turn of events, may actually be the generation that turns America around and turns it into a, an honest labor, dollar-valuing, prepared society. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'd give it long odds that it will. And because of that, I will absolutely never be ashamed to be called a millennial. And you shouldn't either. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.